today on Gospel Unscripted. I, as I was reading this, they're, they're on a boat on this lake in the dark with bad wind. Like I'm having PTSD from my moment <laughs> on the boat with my husband. So it's dark and they see Jesus walking on the sea. So let me repeat that. They saw Jesus walking on the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Gospel Unscripted. Today, we're here to encourage you and to pray for you and to read through the gospel with you. Our job today is to make connections and observations and ask questions all in an unscripted manner. We want to just join with you in pursuing the heart of Jesus and just listening for and looking for the ways that he shows us that there is a future and a hope for you and me and, and all of us. Let's get started. So this is our guest, Heather Phantasma. She is a friend of mine from church and she lives here in the kind of South of Kansas city area. And, um, I'm just so happy to have you on. Thanks for joining us, Heather. Yeah. Do you want to pray us in Heather? Okay. Father, thank you so much for, uh, for your word and for the depth in it and how it doesn't matter how many times we come back to it we find new treasures in it every time uh lord please guide our conversation so that it is pleasing to you and encouraging to anyone else who uh, comes upon it we say this in your name amen amen that's a great prayer okay so we're at john 6 16 when evening came his disciples went down to sea got into a boat and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they were frightened. But he said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. Then they were glad to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. So, so the first thing I notice is that it's dark, they're on the water, and there's a big, strong wind blowing. And that makes me think about Genesis 1, because mm. I'm thinking you know, we've got, you've got the breath of God, and then you've got the stirring of, of the waters, the dark, the deep. I remember Alex talking to me about what the Hebrew is actually saying. And it's, it's actually something about the chaos of the waters. And so, and that's what this makes me think about. The wind stirring is the same thing because the wind, I think, is like a, like kind of the words the, are the similar breath. to wind or spirit or breath. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I like, think it, I, I heard the Bible project people talking about it saying the ruach, mm -hmm. which is the, the breath of God, which is the same word that they use for wind. In darkness, um, you see that referenced in John 1. Some translations say the darkness has not understood it or grasped it also. Well, John uh, 1, 5, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. 
I mean, when you think about, have you been on a sailboat, ladies? Anybody been on a boat? I have. It's kind of scary. Okay. So my husband for many years had a sailboat. And when we were first dating, he said, well, I'll take you out on the boat. I'll take you out on the boat. Well, his boat was on the Lake of the Ozarks. And he did not like to go boating in the summertime because there's so many boats out there. And his boat is a sailboat, not a motorboat. His sailboat had a really tiny motor. So if you wanted to go somewhere and you were desperate, like you could go there at maybe five miles an hour. But the Lake of the Ozarks is kind of, they call it like dragon shaped. Yeah. And so getting around that, that serpentine lake, I mean, it would take hours and hours and hours. So he, he wanted to take me in February to go boating. <laughs> So of course you did. Wants to do I know. I must love this man. Cause I'm like, I wasn't, I just, I was, it was so cold. And I, I remember my, my memories of this are, are having like a life jacket on that I put so tight. Cause I was so, I did not want to end up in that cold February water. Yeah, and it's like deathly water. I mean, Oh my gosh. And it was windy. It was windy like crazy. And so uh -huh. the sails are catching the wind and we're moving, but what you have to do is you got to counterbalance those sails, right? So when the sail, when the boat is tipping one way, you kind of use your whole body to kind of pull, oh, wow. the, pull the ropes. I mean, I, as I was reading this, they're, they're on a boat on this lake in the dark with bad wind, like I'm having PTSD from my moment <laughs> on the boat with my husband yes. as I'm reading this, because it's just so frightening to me. Uh, another little, <laughs> I did a little research, I know, because I'm thinking, is this anything like the Lake of the Ozarks? So Lake of the Ozarks, <laughs> where this terrible boat story happens, right? Yeah. It has something like um, a thousand miles of shoreline, because it's dragon shaped, it's serpentine, right? Lake Jacomo here in in Jackson County, Missouri has 19 miles of shoreline, but the Sea of Galilee, it's actually the second lowest sea in the world, second only to the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea. Um, yeah, which would be first. And it's, it's, a, it's a large freshwater lake. It has 33 miles of shoreline. So hmm. what I was reading is by the time the, those, this is all going on with the disciples, they're like, three or four miles into this crossing of, of this sea to get to the other side. And Jesus has not been with them this whole time. So this wind is coming up. Jesus isn't around. I mean, I would be losing my mind just a little bit. Yeah. It's dark and they see Jesus walking on the sea. So let me repeat that. They saw Jesus walking on the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, you read this as a child and you're like, that's mm, the Bible. He's walking on the sea, you know, but then like as an adult, if you really try to, okay, let's think about what's actually happening. He's walking on the sea, you know, that's, that's not normal. That's not, um, it's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's supernatural, you know, yes, it is supernatural. And I think we talked about this before that there are, there are figures in history who want to take who have attempted to take the supernatural oh, yeah. out, uh, take the divine aspects of, of Jesus out of his story and out of the Bible. And yeah. it's, it's just, you can't because it, it is, it is exactly who he is. And, and here, another example, I mean, 
they, the disciples who, these were his closest group, right? This isn't the 5,000 plus. This is this small group of his. And, mm-hmm. and they see Jesus coming. Their brain is saying, that's Jesus. But they're not comforted by this. You know, what is their response? They're freaking out. Well, and they didn't want right? to let him in the boat at first. That was the part <laughs> that caught me. Like, oh. They didn't even let him in the boat at first. Wow. That's... So they're like, yes. guys, guys, it's me. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, because he might be a ghost or, or something whatever. crazy. Yeah. But you're right. It wasn't. And what, what finally convinced them that to let him in? Yeah. Well, he spoke. Well, it was, he spoke. His word. He spoke, you yeah. know? Hey guys, it's me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his simple words. I was, I was kind of rewatching last week's episode where um, our friend Amanda, who was on the podcast, yeah, she was just saying, Jesus is so simple. You know, yeah, he doesn't yes. make it complicated. Follow he, me. he says, you're healed. <laughs> Follow me. And I was like, it's I, it's a, it's me. It is. I don't be afraid. Don't right? be afraid. It's, you know, it is. It's so simple and it's, it's simple, concise, and that's all they need. They don't need anything more than that. Right. Okay. Anybody else a little mystified by this verse 21? They get him in the boat and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. Yeah. That just sounds like it came straight out of like Chronicles of Narnia or something. Yes. Like, (laughs) yes, there's an old Testament story. And I don't remember if it's Elijah or Elisha. I will look it up, but it was one of my readings, I think from last week where one, some King was wanting to talk to the prophet uh the servant was like if you don't come like if i if you're here and i go back and tell the king that you're here you can't suddenly be gone because because even in old testament they were there one second and they weren't the next and the servant was so afraid that was going to happen from last week's episode you reminded me about the transfiguration and i'm thinking about all of these miracles kind of leading up to that as kind of like a climax even though the the climax is jesus ra- being raised from the dead but it's such a crazy other world experience maybe all of these previous experiences help them to realize, okay, you know, this, this is a real thing that really did happen. It wasn't your imagination. Just a thought. I mean, think about in Acts after Jesus has been crucified, he's been resurrected and he has been taken back to heaven or he goes back to heaven and, and the apostles are speaking in tongues, you know, that everyone from donation here. And what is the assumption that everyone around them is saying, oh, drunk. they're drunk. They're drunk. They're crazy. You know, all this supernatural stuff is more than, than our minds can handle. And even them, I think at some point, it's just, it's just hard. We, we need God's word. We need his assurance that he is who he says he is Yeah, constantly, you know, and to be reminded that this world is a supernatural world and mm. that there the spirit world is is all around us and and that god that he listens to our prayer that he answers prayer and that it's you know that an answer to prayer isn't just things falling into place but that it's actually 
the Lord God hearing his people that he loves and, you know, answering prayer. So, yeah, that's good. Let's pray it out. I'll pray. Okay. God, Lord, we love you. We love your word. We love your spirit and your comfort. And God, when we read how you comfort um, the chaos of the waters, the the disciples, Lord, we um, we can just be reminded that you are real and that you comfort us, Lord. You answer prayer, and Lord, I just pray um, that you would just continue to to raise our faith in you and. Lord, we thank you so much for your love for us. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this podcast. And we also just want to encourage you to like the video. It really does help the video. It helps the YouTube page. um, And this isn't for us. This isn't for our glory. This is for... This is for God's word to go um, into the minds and hearts of the people that we know and love and also, you know, having a bigger audience. So, you know, truly, if you have comments or thoughts or connections to scripture that you would like to share, please feel free to drop those in the comments. Uh, That is something also that the YouTube algorithm looks at is is are people watching and interacting and, and I just think it's exciting to hear and see what what God is doing and how his word travels um, in so many ways from mouth to mouth from ear to ear heart to heart and from computer to computer in this age that we live in. (laughs) God is very good so thanks so much guys like and subscribe have a great have a great and thanks Heather for joining us. Thanks for sharing (laughs) your stories and sharing your faith. Yeah, that is cool. Good.